0: I said a law's gift, what I'm aligning with. Alliance with the lions, front lining, sense of entitlement, so I'm riotin'. Craven calamari, behaving like Marcus Garvey, black fistin', Cadillac wishin', spectacular yak drinker tagging the bricks. Hand steady, stands deadly, that immaculate shit. The hand get heavy with henny exploring land. Tint darker than Pepsi, alive once the sky darker than Wesley, air freshen the accessory. Doses of the potent be the remedy. Roasting the veggies, coaching them Reggie's Barking on the referees Drawing up plays to put claws on the legs Mow lawn through the maze Coordinate the wave, let it rain Water seep in the grave, so be afraid Peep game for peace sake, elite gang Must say I'm very eager for change That's the only thing that's constant That theory remains, leaving them slain Better
1: hip hop Back to you again with another indie interview. We got the homie Lean Curtis. What's
0: sir. What's going on, man? Go. Lean Curtis, capital regime. That his That's What's so, up? Mean.
1: So the way I got put on to Lean Curtis was my boy Jerome Warren, which is co-founder of the Reels clothing line. Check it out. A um, lot of cool mm-hmm. shit on there. Um, and he hit me up, he's like, yo, man, yo, check out my boy me." So I said, all right. So I listened to it. I was like, damn, this shit took me back to early Mace, like murder Mace, like with the with the dollar sign in the motherfucker. And I was like, damn, I really like this dude. He's really vibing. And like one of the first questions I had for him was, like, are you from Miami? Because I hear you talking about Collins Avenue. And I was like, damn, because I grew up in Miami. So that, shit so that shit took me back, man. So you know what I'm saying? Explain that track, the process and everything.
0: Well, a gold track, um, well, I'm not from Miami. I'm from New York, upstate New York. And um, the gold track, I just went out there with a friend of mine and um, just got inspired. Like, as you know, Miami is mad, vibrant, and just beautiful, the women, the water, everything. So, I just heard that beat. And basically, the beat just dictates everything. So, I heard that beat, and it just brought me to right back to Collins. So, I just scribed that real quick. And you know, gold came out of that. But nah, I'm not from Miami. I've only been once. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna get a out there one day for sure. Wanna eat up on more
2: weekends? I
0: might, I might mm-hmm. I might go out there. I definitely enjoy myself but yeah. I'm not from Miami though.
2: How do you link up with um Black Sevens and Six because there, there was some new producers I've never heard of and mm-hmm. I, I thought that work was on there was pretty dope. So I, yeah. I, I was, and I noticed like each track you had Six Eye, Black Seven, Six Side, and then mm-hmm. like how that how did that how did that process come about with the producers and stuff?
0: Well basically um wow. Well, um to go all the way back to the beginning, initially I didn't even wanna rap. I like I mentioned earlier, we in the artist factory. I was pursuing um, being an A&R, so I was doing that, and um, I had I know some people in New York that have connections with certain artists and things like that. So I was out here going to every beat battle, every event, just trying to meet producers so I could get them some placements. So um, right on West Peace Street um, at the Loft, they had a um, producer showcase, and um, Black Seventh was up there performing, and um, they were dope. So I I linked up with them, got their their contacts and everything on some A and R shit. Like I was doing it like that. So um I sent them my man rapped. My man Cash, he's on the album. He's the only feature on the album. He he rapped. So I was like co-signing him, like yo my man rap or whatever. And I sent them a joint with me and Cash on it. It might it might have been it might have been cool that I sent them or, or no future one or the other, but regardless he raved over it he was like yo this is ha who that i was like that's me and my man so he was like yeah you should um so we kept in contact and um he was like yo you should rhyme you could do the a you and know, r thing you should rhyme too hi, hi, hi. and i was still kind of like nah but then we just linked and then like late 2011 i linked with him and started taking it serious so that's the black seventh half and six sire i never even met six side he's on um twitter I met, I met him through twitter so oh. he just he heard the sounds and he was feeling them so he started sending some heat in so you know i'm not trying to work with well i'm not opposed to working with a lot of producers but i wanted it to have like a centralized cohesive sound
2: i gotta ask you this on um food for life mm-hmm. you mentioned it was written is that your favorite Nas sound
0: yes it is for sure better than your man. yeah <laughs> yeah that's always the debate but i gotta go with it was written well it's. It's all preference because I think Illmatic, of course, has the bigger impact. It's it's the more impactful album, and it's just like a monster in '94. Nobody heard anything like it. it. It started a whole wave, like of of everything that followed it. But it was written, was like I felt like it was just the it was like the next level, like the bigger beats and the the way he was rhyming on there. You got I gave you power on there. You got yeah. You got the drum with Lauren on there. German. You got Street G. No, if I her up, yeah. Yeah, I her like her you just up. got Monster Records and he's rapping his ass off. Like Affirmative, uh, yeah. Affirmative action. Affirmative. Affirmative. Yeah, you got that. You know what I'm saying? But that of course, that's never a slight to Ilmatic. It's all preference, though.
1: Um, I want to go back uh, a little bit to the beginning. So you say you're from, from upstate New York, the mm-hmm. park.
0: Ellenville It's a small town upstate, like an hour and a half from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I'm born and well, not born, but yeah, I'm from upstate. Oh. Okay. I've been here in the A for like five or six years. Five or six years. Yeah. What and brought you on? To, um, to, uh, well, um, actually, my mother did. I, I moved my <laughs> senior year. Yeah. So I was I was up there. I guess um she felt like I wasn't around the the, the, the right the right environment mm-hmm. or whatever, I guess I was cutting up a little bit, so Poor she you. had me. I mean, not <laughs> really,
1: I, I could have been doing like better. Daddy you. Know. I'm like, you know, Trying to get, get, you know, get some understanding
0: as to
1: what type of music you make. Nah,
0: I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't I'm not a wild dude or not like that, but I just, I just wasn't as focused mm-hmm. with, without Mom being there, because she moved a year prior, so I was there up with my cousin and basically felt like I was on my own because mom wasn't there. Okay, so, so you stayed back. Yeah, I stayed back for a year. And then she, I guess she looked at the report card or heard something. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But she said, yeah, you're coming down here to 12th grade. So that was kind of a, a, a big shift um, coming your senior year. So I came down to Marietta High. And, um, yeah, that's what brought me down here. So then I was here for a couple years. Then I moved back. Cause I used to play ball, mm-hmm. and um, there was a junior college up there that I played for. The coach called me, and I just went up there and played. That didn't really work out, so in most of we short like three, four years. I came back. I've been back ever since, and then just fell into the rap shit. Basically, I ain't write a rhyme before I came back here. I was I was 19, mm-hmm. first time I ever wrote a rhyme. I'm 23 now, so um, so then I was just writing the Felicia with the homies. You know, everybody had a love for rap. So it was basically like that and then like two years back I said, let me see what I think do we for that. I was
1: gonna say so like who did you listen to, like who do you draw from in terms of inspiration?
0: Definitely um East Coast inspired Nas like we were talking, that's my favorite rapper of all time, Jay. Um I mean we could go all day, A Z, J to Kiss, um, Dipset Movement, G Unit. And and not even in the get away from New York, like I always like I, I, I always like Snoop. Um, Kanye, Lupe, like, we can go all day. Like, I'm, I'm really into it. Like I said, initially, I wanted to be an a r so you got to have an understanding of the game to do that, so... That was mm-hmm. basically the main... T.I. before or after you moved to Atlanta? Uh, before, actually. And he was the one... Yeah. He was... It's, it's, it's funny you say that because he was actually the one that I was feeling because I was very biased coming up. Like, East About, Coast, okay, was, that was it. That was, yeah. That was it. If it wasn't coming from the East Coast, it was quiet. But T.I. was the one exception for me. Like, yo, he's Don't nasty. Outcasts? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: outca- well, yeah Outcast. I always respected Outcast, okay. but it, I just didn't grow up listening to them. Like... Yeah, yeah no. So... You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to be there to really understand how real it was. Mm. Like, because I'm fairly young, so when Outkast was really in the 90s just killing it, I was on my Nas, J, yeah, like, very biased, but Outkast definitely one of the greatest. But T.I. was the one that kind of changed your perspective. T.I. was the one, like, he's nice, he gets busy. Because I was on some lyrical, if it wasn't lyrical, I wasn't appreciating it.
2: Because I'm trying to think, like, I think your style, I, when I was listening to you, I'm like, well, who you kind of, who you kind of favors. But I, to me, I think you have your own style. I didn't hear, like, rock my heard, Not, you know, not on shop. I'm just saying, yeah, like, like <laughs> I think you have your
0: own, your own style. That's I mean, definitely, that's definitely the goal. I don't yeah. I'm sound like anybody, but, right. you know, uh, subconsciously, you're going to take something that came before you a little bit. Right. You're going to be influenced, so i hear i hear mace because of the vocal i think that's the the, the sound of your voice yeah i think it's the vocal tonality more than anything and maybe the flow like it's kind of slick
1: but you know what to me it's like Mm -hmm. when i when i heard it the flow a little bit but it was just the laid back you know what i'm saying because every time because i grew up on mace you know what i'm saying and i I love mace uh harlem world and when i heard that like it put me back there like damn like this dude is just chilling on the Mm -hmm. beat you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and not a lot of people can do that the right way sometimes it's like you just too lazy on it, but you was just like yeah. right then it was perfect. I was like, damn, like when I heard um Parlaying, right? Like that track you could just cruise with the top down, you know what I'm saying? With the city, and and, that, and that's the type of music I like. Mm. And you provide that, dog. Like it's real chill, mellow, with your shorty on the side of you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just riding like that. I like that shit, and you bring that shit for real. My my
2: favorite, I love, was the more introspective songs, like uh, Never Know. Mm-hmm. I love that joint. That joint, yeah. Food for Life. That mm-hmm. them are too easy my favorite joints on there. I mean, yeah. I can appreciate you making toasting, you know, the more aspiration type of oh, songs. Yeah. Yeah. Cooling, you know yeah. what I'm saying, but I my cooling though. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> i saying. I can understand, understand placing those on there, but I like yeah. the more raw. The more I'm telling you stories, I'm telling yeah. you about me. You know, never yeah. know. I was like, oh yeah. damn, this is this is this is it right here. So, what inspired you to write Medusa? Cause, yeah, the way the hook on there, I thought was pretty. I'm like, man, that's pretty. Crazy. and then the, the little phrase you said, of course, about Medusa, like yeah, you stare at her and you you stare in the stone and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, was that about a chick or was that like about a situation about that, a girl? Or that was, like... was um,
0: that was more so. I was just drawing a parallel between um your vices mm-hmm. and a chick, which could be the same, one and the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, like I said earlier, the beat dictates everything. That beat, I heard that beat, and I don't know, I, it just was organic. I just thought of Medusa. So then I just put it together like, you know, we, we, every day we do things that we not, we we shouldn't necessarily be doing and and taking part in vices that could be detrimental to your success or your progress or anything. So I just try to draw that parallel um, between a a, a girl and your vices and things that could hold you back. So let me go back again, because this, this still kind of seems
1: crazy to me. So you haven't, you haven't, you haven't. Your first, the first
0: rhyme you wrote was at the age of what, nineteen? Nineteen. Yeah. You didn't do anything prior to that. Nothing. I just, I just was a fan. Like I was just like a fanatic, beyond a fan.
1: Yeah, uh, but that. You sound very polished. Yeah, yeah this you seems just, crazy, I ain't right? Like, you've
0: been rhyming for a minute. So when you just said
2: your age and then you've been rhyming since you're i I'm like, damn, yeah, that's four years. Dude. That's kind oh, of
1: that's, oh,
0: kinda, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. better than a lot of was, motherfuckers out here, right? Basically, never written a rhyme. Yeah. What the thing? What the thing is like? I've always been a crazy fanatic of hip-hop like extra like more than anybody so like that was consuming my time all the time whether it was on the internet whether it was on TV that consumed like I'm hip-hop for real like so it was always that way so I feel like just with that like I was the kid that if I didn't know a song and I really liked it I was pressing pause and writing the bars down, play so on and so forth so I feel like that definitely um contributed to me being maybe a little polished at a quicker pace just because i was so fully submerged into the culture that it's like it's not comparable to somebody that didn't have the same passion and then once the rap they have to go through the ranks and really get to it like i feel like i've i've been so fully into it that it was kind of came natural yeah i found that that interesting too because You're you're sitting here, you're listening to a song
1: that you like, and you actually take the time out Mm -hmm. to write the lyrics down. That's kind of like an old-school thing. I remember B telling me all the time, like, when he was listening to New Edition, he used to sit there and write Cool It Now, Mm -hmm. the lyrics to Cool It Now out, (laughs) and shit like that. So, you know, that's definitely, like, real
0: old-school. What's next for me? Um, I'm working on a new project. I'm trying to, um, Lord willing, I'm trying to drop that thing fourth quarter. I'm trying to just hit, you know what I'm saying, hit the hit the ground running so I'm like eight joints into that Um, getting them visuals ready getting them visuals ready for the pamphlet Um, I should have been had something out but we we working on that to put something out at least one joint Um, because you know the visuals are essential and um, the next project we're just going to set that up correctly with the video set it up put out a joint and really promote it right do it right this time this was kind of like just to let them know, that's why I was so short, sure, because I just, you, you know, know.
2: I love it, yeah. I love it, sure. I love sure. Yeah, because you mm-hmm. know,
0: the attention span, and, and just, just in general, everybody raps. So you can't put out a joint, your first joint, like 20 records, like. So I put out that, just to, for people to know what's going on, that I rhyme and, and, and just see what the response was.
1: yeah! I'm not gonna let you that one. Yo, hold on.
0: so you could catch
1: Lean Courteous the float pamphlet on deadendhiphop.com is on there, it's on the blog page. I've been putting it up there, so you probably gonna have to search for it, but it's on deadendhiphop.com. Also, check them out on SoundCloud, lean courteous. Yeah, that's what well,
0: I am to Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's soundcloud.com slash courteousav. That's the handle on there, and you could. that's my handle on everything, on Instagram, on Twitter, courteousav. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's how you can find me. Um, the, the current project is untitled at the moment, but um, like you said, like you mentioned earlier, you like the more introspective. I'm definitely gonna dig deeper into that. There's more concepts on there. You know what I'm saying? There's more medicine in there. I, I just gave him the candy to first go around. <laughs> there's, there's more medicine in there, so I'm gonna have like a different mixture. I'm working with a couple, Six Sire of course is on there, Black Sabbath on there. I got a couple more beats that's hard from others that's gonna be on there, but it's not gonna throw off the, the flow. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be cohesive still, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's just going to um, be more introspective and just good music.